Redda, redda. I'm, uh, I'm ready. Sweet. We got the hard part over with, though. <laughs> Did we? You do realize we now have to talk about this for an hour. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little nerdy friends out there in podcast land this is the know nothing nerds podcast i am twitch one half of this stalkerish duo i am not a stalker okay i take that back one of us is a stalker <laughs> the other one is definitely not stalking some random uh celebrity celebrity, celebrity. yeah luke hi how you doing buddy i was better about two hours ago <laughs> And we'll explain why two hours ago was a slightly more bright, <laughs> bright time. Uh, but yeah, before we get into the podcast episode, uh, so a couple things um, we just wanted to say off right at the back, uh, right off the front. Um, we are trying to be more uh, consistent with our schedule. Yeah. And here so we are. Two weeks are, in a row. Two weeks in a row. They said it couldn't be done. I know. But here we are. Here we are. With plans to be back next week. Exactly. Again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be more into our typical formats um, yes. with a few changes. If you notice, some of the songs, uh, some of the music changed a little bit last week for the better, in my opinion. Ooh, thank I you. Liked, I like the outro song that thank we did. You. Oh, yeah. Um, you like that good one? job yeah, on that. Thank you. So, um, but yeah, uh, that's about it. But, uh, Anything going on this week? For well, you'll you, notice man. the quiz is back this the week quiz too, is back this which week, we'll talk yes. about that as well. But yeah, we're back to like our normal formatting with the breaks yeah. and whatnot. We're no, we're like sticking sticking to one topic. I guess is kind of the biggest Correct. thing. This week has been pretty uneventful for yeah. me. Uh, I saw Elf, uh, big movie Ooh, party on Sunday. Nice. We had a big movie party on Sunday. Um, there were about 20 of us at the Alamo that we went and went and saw the movie. Uh, what I like about the Alamo parties is they always have like, they, they let you dress up and things yes. like that. So we had like our elf hats on, but then they also gave you like, uh, snow things for snowball fights and stuff oh, like that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was a good time. But See, the Alamo knows how to do film. They know how to throw right. a party. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then this Thursday, we're actually seeing Knives Out. Nice. Um, oh, so I've heard I, nothing. I, but yeah, I know. About that I, I want to talk about that on the show next week. Yeah. Uh, for just sure. like briefly, if, yeah. if not. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just been more of the same for me. What nice. about you, sir? So the big nerdy thing that I did this week, uh, I finally, I was so excited about this. You finally, finally watched got, the fanatic. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, I finally did, but we'll get to that. No, I finally got to see Kevin Smith's latest project, Jane Silent reboots. Oh, uh, you've been talking about that for a while. Dude, How I was excited so you were about to that. finally see it. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Um, the movie is it's good. It's still a fun movie. There's some there's issues with it. Yeah. Kevin Smith films have kind of uh he's not the same director he was back in the early aughts or uh and nineties and stuff like okay. that. Part of it could mostly do to the fact that the money 
Um, he definitely went on a very low budget compared to Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which is uh, the prequel essentially to if Reboot. You will. Okay. Um, and but there are so many fun things and callbacks to other projects and kind of wrapping up of some storylines. Some of the wrap ups were like, it's cool, but eh, I could have done without sure. that in the film. Um, but uh, overall, like it was a fun movie. And the greatest thing about it was he said that one of the things he wanted to do with this was he wondered to himself, could I do the exact same movie twice? And he literally does (laughs) beat for beat. Many things happen exactly the same way as they do in James Bob strike. And and you like that. And I did like it because he did a new spin on it. Sure. Um, He definitely takes and makes uh, he's doing a commentary. Definitely on the uh, reboot remake phase of Hollywood right now. Um, and he makes a lot of funny moments in it. There was a lot of laugh out loud moments. If I were to take you to that movie, you would not be laughing. You'd be like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'd just be sitting there silent. Just like, like you might get some of the pop culture references sure, that they do sure, in there. Sure. But, but every time <laughs> you started like cracking up, I would basically just, yeah. Be oh yeah. There. there is even some moments and I went with Nick and Nick is a huge Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. Like we've, We've pretty much went to every single one of Kevin Smith's moves since since Jane saw Bob Strike Back. We've seen it every single time that they've been in theater and stuff. We saw Clerks 2. We saw, um, what was the other one that we saw that he did? I think we saw Tusk together. Um, There's a couple other ones. Tusk is a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Oh, and it's, it's, you got to be a Kevin Smith fan. (laughs) Yeah. To enjoy Tusk. That sounds about right. Um, and even even then, some people are like, "What the fuck, Kevin Smith?" He's a uh, he's an interesting kind of dude. I, I've seen mostly like interviews with yeah. him, and, and I've been like, "This guy, this guy's got something going for him." He but. he's good. He's he definitely deserves a lot uh, of recognition because yeah. he's definitely paved the way for a lot of artists and stuff, and he's been a champion of true fandom, like for any everything from like crazy ass like cult sci-fi stuff all the way up to like pop dc marvel yeah films. yeah he gets so, around he gets yeah. around but that's good so yeah i saw it i thought it was great it's probably i would put it uh just because i'm such a huge fan and i get the references and stuff i'd say seven out of ten nice for me that's pretty so, good um uh, but yeah, so, but that's not what we're talking about this week. No, it this is not. week uh, is our post Thanksgiving turkey, and boy, was this a heavy we hitter. We hit a banger. Yeah, we it's hit... time for our least viewed episode of the year. But yes. Possibly becoming, now that I see the trajectory of where we're heading, yeah. possibly going to be my favorite episode I of the know, year. I <laughs> know, right? Um, so, on this week of episode 54 of the Nothing, Nothing Nerds podcast, our post-Thanksgiving turkey, The Fanatic. That's enough. I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my star map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey. All right. Now... To give you guys a little can, bit, can I just read you the Google synopsis? Yes, of give the us film? the Google can, can synopsis. We, can we just do that? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Um, 
Moose is a rabid movie fan who's obsessed with his favorite celebrity action hero, Hunter Dunbar, who cheated out of an opportunity to meet Hunter. Moose gets help from a photographer who knows celebrity homes. When Moose's actions begin to take a darker turn, and dark does not mean sexual, Dunbar soon finds himself at the mercy of an increasingly dangerous stalker. Not a stalker. He's not a stalker. This is the fucking guru that's the got whole, that wrong. That's the whole point of the movie is to show that John Travolta is not a stalker. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to try and avoid spoilers or? So yeah, I figure we stick to our format. So where we do like a no spoiler for the beginning. So this is no spoiler zone. Yeah. So um, we're gonna go. Uh, so don't worry, all you people who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Which actually, funny enough, I will suggest people to watch this movie. Do you? Okay. I definitely okay. will. Yeah. Because there is so many good, unintentionally funny moments in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And so many good, cringeworthy moments. Very cringy. Oh. There are a few times where, like, I don't know, you know when you were younger and maybe you were watching a movie that you shouldn't have, or maybe yes. you were watching something on the internet that uh-huh. you shouldn't have been doing, and you, like, kept wondering when you're gonna get caught doing it so like you kind of exactly. like you kind of like had to like look over your shoulder as you yes. were doing that thing while you're just waiting to get caught that is exactly how i felt from the majority of watching this movie it was yeah. like i was like is someone gonna walk in on us watching this and am i gonna have to explain <laughs> what the fuck we're doing because i don't know if i'm gonna be able to explain what the fuck we're doing right now <laughs> true and there was also those moments those cringy moments of like do you ever remember as a kid if you're watching a movie that's got one it's like it could be like a cheesy movie or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But they got that romantic scene. <laughs> yes. And there's like about ready to kiss and you're just like, oh, and God. And you're just sitting there, no. right? But you're like sitting with your buddies and no yeah, one's yeah, making eye yeah. contact, but you know everyone in the room is yeah, really yeah, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that without that like actual that. thing. Yeah, without it being like a romantic or like being necessarily like, like overtly wrong yes. you know what i mean but there, the, the whole time you're watching the movie you feel like you should not be watching exactly oh it's so good for that reason it is yeah, yeah um so the movie the fanatic is directed by fred durst written by him and another first time writer um uh fred dave durst dave Beck- beckerman, beckerman. Yeah. um so if you don't know who fred durst is and i don't know how you do not know Fred Durst is the lead singer from the uh, mid to late nineties uh, new metal rap core sensation band Limp Bizkit mm-hmm. who was famous for uh, their song Nookie. Um, yes. So Fred Durst decided that he wanted to go into the Hollywood uh, realm of things. He was known for directing some of their music videos and some of their friends bands music videos. So he did like puddle of mud music videos Corn music videos and then obviously Limp Biscuit music videos. Um, he also did direct some other movies. Um, yeah, I've got his thing up. So he's got a movie called Play Dead. It came out in 2009. So that was his last film that he made. Yeah. It came out 10 years ago. Um, I will not read the synopsis, but just so you all know, it has a 2.3 out of 5 rating on uh, Netflix and a 4 out of 10 rating on Google. Uh, and there aren't enough ratings on Rotten Tomatoes to even give it a percent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, a year before that, he had a movie called The Long Shots, which actually... Um, oh, shoot. I kind of messed this up a little bit. Um, 
the movie that came out before then, yeah, was the was Long Shots, which actually had Ice Cube in it. Yes, which <laughs> it's a little weird, weird but yeah, um, definitely. I think his highest rated film clocking in at a forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a five point three percent on IMDb. The last one I'll name is two years before that, Jesse Eisenberg's hit film, The Education of Charlie Banks, yep. uh, clocking in at a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.6 on IMDb. Pretty high rating there, yeah, yeah, yeah. considering everything there. But that's his track record. So uh, uh, Play Dead came out in 2009. And then in 2019, he's been working on this film for 10 years. Yeah. Possibly. No, 10 I know. Years. I know. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been working on it for ten years, um, but it's been brewing. But the and it's got only a seventeen percent, seventeen percent on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes with a box office. Where, did you want to reveal? No, this I haven't you, seen the box office go. A box office. Uh, do you want to go ahead and take a crack at what you? Well, think it's I know be? what the original box office was Tell for the opening was. weekend was three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's the one that I was going to drop. Gotcha. Three thousand one hundred and fifty-three U.S. dollars. That's for the opening weekend. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you did much more. <laughs> than that but i totally understand so i i've been following this project a little bit since uh they announced that it was going to be opening back in august of this year yeah um so a couple things that i do know about the film that make a whole lot of sense now after watching this this uh monstrosity is that <laughs> they were doing a limited opening i think they opened up on like 50 screens and I, we talked about this on a previous podcast yeah um, and if you're not doing over a hundred thousand on an opening weekend of like 50 theaters, you're doing a real shitty job. Mm-hmm. Um, like between probably like 50 and a hundred thousand you should have done, but $3,000 is like not enough money. No way. Um, and, to, to, and having a pull, having a John Travolta led film, like even his shitty, shitty movies should be pulling, more should be doing pretty decently. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. But um, I, I the thing that I thought was so funny is that apparently John Travolta, I th- I believe he was the only one that was doing really grassroots style like marketing. So he would go to all the markets that the movie was opening up on that weekend um, to try and uh, generate people there. people there, word of mouth and stuff like yeah. that. So he'd do morning talk shows and stuff and talk about how great the movie is and about how <laughs> this is one of the interviews that I saw him on. <laughs> he was saying that uh, uh, Moose uh, is possibly, he's an innocent character um, and uh, he's just getting caught up in the situation and he may, may, Beyond the spectrum, as in talking about having mental retardation or like Asperger's or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. Being on that spectrum somewhere. You play a, a stalker. You're first a, a really dedicated fan, and then you turn into a stalker, and mm-hmm. the movie continues. The character that I play, Moose, is a man child, mm-hmm. utterly innocent, and possibly on the spectrum of some sort. You know, and the movie star is a good person. Mm-hmm. But he's not a good celebrity. Uh, it was funny because the I, the person that was interviewing him was trying to say that it was like one of the greatest thrillers. Yes, I love this new thriller. I got to say, I was kind of um, freaked out the whole entire time. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was. I I don't know if I believe I don't think I believe her for two reasons. 
one the way she was seen like it was such a thriller and i i was holding my breath essentially like throughout the movie i don't know if she was sincere or wasn't sincere because she was just trying to save face in front of john travolta because that's her job like she's got to promote this movie or she just never saw it and she was just like going off of like it's a thriller yeah she's like oh my god i was at the edge of my seat the whole fucking time and then i wonder if like if it's the second right yeah yeah, yeah. shortly after like it premiered like maybe like a month ago or something when it came out on dvd she and the husband like sat down cuddled up got some popcorn like yeah that was my big breakthrough interview i had john travolta on the show let's watch that movie and then they were like Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> why, yeah, did I, yeah, yeah. why did I say what I? Said? I kept thinking like all like I knew that I've heard I've heard all the negative stuff. I knew what the ending was yeah. before I saw it, but I kept thinking I was like, is this one of those situations where um, it's a misunderstood quote unquote masterpiece? Like, is it just a film that we don't understand as an audience sure. necessarily at first glance, but multiple viewings, you really understand what Fred Durst together starting to do? Well, I'll never know because I'm not watching it again. I'm not watching it again either. But, like, after first viewing, it was just, like, there's so many choices as a writer and director. It was just, like, what the fuck what were you thinking? Were you thinking? Yeah. Like, this makes no sense. Like, it doesn't – the things that happen in – in it like especially the moments that ramp up like especially when hunter dunbar gets super angry and stuff like that it's undeserved at that moment so weird there's nothing that leads up to like where he comes in at a at a three and then all of a sudden dials it all the way up to 11 yeah like but then also on the flip side and this is something that i didn't tell you during the movie but like then there is undeserving calmness in the movie too so like we won't get into spoiler territory but there's a scene toward the end uh, I guess toward like the in the third act where uh, John Travolta's character is talking to I don't know the girl's name Leah yeah uh, uh, in the show in the movie and he's showing her a picture of something and she's like unbelievably calm for the content yes. of the photo yes and again in the spoiler territory we'll we'll break down what that photo is but it's like there are moments where people go from zero to eleven because. John Travolta's walking in the street and yeah. then there are a scene where John Travolta's like showing them shocking photos and they're like, you can't be doing this. You goofball. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. are you people doing? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there, it's, it's one of those things where there's moments in it where that seems like this could be real life. Like some of the things could happen in real life. Yeah. And then there's other moments where it's like, there is no sense of reality in this right. movie. And especially at the end, the end throws all of reality out, out the, the fucking, fucking window. window. Yeah. Like it is so far gone. It's like I, I'm just so mesmerized by it. It's just like I. Uh, there's a YouTuber um, that I I saw the whole like reveal. Right. He did a okay, review yeah, of yeah. it. Um, he did a half an hour review of it with Jeez. breaking it all down nice. and stuff. And he said, and it sums it up perfectly. And he was talking specifically about um, both the writing of the film and then John Travolta's performance. And we'll talk about John Travolta's performance here in a little bit because goddamn. Um, so when it comes to the writing and stuff like that, this movie to me after seeing it feels very much like it was a first draft. And Chris Stuckman, the YouTuber, came to the same conclusion that this feels like it was the first ideas that Fred Durst had. 
And he just kept it that way. Right. I see the story that could have been like, I clearly see it. I can see what Fred Durst was going for, but the execution of it and just like the choices that he decided to stay with on there were just so mind blowingly dumb. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And it's like the plot, the plot keeps going back and forth between itself. It makes choices that kind of, kind of negate the previous choices right. and it kind of feels like also at the same time like there's a bit of wandering and meandering for a, no reason a ton of that i agree um do you want to let's we'll wait until actually the spoiler territory for the center of mind um i just feel like the the pacing was weird yeah like as a, as a thriller it was leading obviously to that third act where it wants you to like be on the edge of your seat yes but I was at the very end of my seat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like I was like slowly sinking in the couch, just being like, "Oh my god, this is bad." And I remember like shifting a few times, just being like, "When is something gonna fucking happen?" I know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You remember like during the middle, like when I would pause a few times. Uh huh. When we were talking, and every time I paused, I was like, "Please say like thirty minutes left." Or, like, yeah. Fifteen minutes left. Like, please tell us. <laughs> That we're cooking here. It's like, well, there's still an hour left of this movie. What do you mean? But yeah. yeah, it's a it's a long haul of a of a pretty bad movie. I was just looking at the uh, Google reviews. People are are obviously seeing something that we weren't because there's a lot of like there's a lot of people who say uh, that I don't know. Like, I absolutely loved this movie. Oh uh, really? Yeah, I I don't know. It did well. Are those critical reviews or just general audience reviews? These are general audience reviews. Okay, that on, makes a little bit more sense because it did have a thirty five percent on uh, audience score. Oh, it does on Rotten Tomatoes. Gotcha. So, but if you look at the critics, the critics, I like, do, I do really want to see the critics. There's like one or two that give it. A oh, you're fresh. right. You're right. The... But then the rest of them are like. This is dud. This is definitely rotten. This is the worst movie of the year, quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. But it absolutely must be experienced. <laughs> yes. I will agree with that. Like, you should see this film. Oh, if man, anything, that... if anything, this should be like a class in what not to do right. with the story. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think there there's definitely some something to be gleaned from it. Yeah. Um. Cause this is the like, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I've seen some comparisons that people have been making to this movie. Yeah. One is obviously one hour photo. Um, if you want to see a film that is about a person that is stalking, that doesn't necessarily think that they're in the wrong one hour photo with Robin Williams is by far a better movie to watch. Than yeah. This. If you really want that type of story, one hour photo, go check it out awesome right and like in the in they they, it's so john travolta's like i'm not a stalker thing is so undeserved yeah because the only times you get any hints of him not believing that he's a stalker is when he's saying i'm not a stalker yes there's like no other rationale behind why he's doing it other than he's just like i don't there's there's no sense behind it there's absolutely no sense behind it but yeah it's it's it was not enjoyable (laughs) He and the movie. The other thing about the movie, and I don't know if we want to go into it right now. Oh fuck it, we're just gonna go into it you right got now. It. So John Travolta's performance in this 
I was so, that's what I was gonna talk about. I was like, Do you want to talk yeah, about the, we'll the, just the talk elephant about in the room? The, the, his performance was so unbelievable, but not in a good way. And yeah. not in a like, really, that's the way you're gonna play this. It was more unbelievable in the fact that it makes it's deplorable the way he, that he acted, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um it was insensitive, like I don't know what he was thinking was okay with this performance. I don't know what the whole team was thinking. Seriously, when they yeah. Said, like, yeah. Um, just to kind of give you guys an idea, like, so clearly the uh, the character that John Travolta plays, his character's name is Moose. Moose is meant to have some sort of mental disability. Yeah. Be it he's on the spectrum as far as Asperger's go, or yeah. what's the other one? Asperger's and uh, I'm an idiot. I feel like an idiot. I can't think of it. Autism? Autism. There we go. Okay, I wasn't sure what you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, Autism, Asperger's point of view and stuff like that. Or is it trauma? Like a a mental trauma? Right, and there's like some sort of allude to that. They do allude to that, which was just like, what the? Just weird. It didn't give any text it context it was to it. Only it was like this one quick scene, and it doesn't say anything about Moose and like, as a character. And, yeah, I was gonna say, and Baby Moose is literally just sitting watching a movie, which is like okay, but there's no like he, he's he's doing that moving back and forth thing throughout the movie. He's yeah. not doing that as a kid, like yeah. things like that to like at least give us some sort yeah. of life raft to be like, oh, but he's just staring at a movie. He's just screen. staring at a movie screen. Nothing. I stare at a movie screen. Yeah. And I'm not a, like I'm not a movie fanatic. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm a big old nerd, but I wouldn't go as far to say like I'm a big movie fanatic. Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't know. I'm like a movie that. fanatic, so I guess I'm moose. I guess I'm gonna go kidnap somebody. <laughs> I guess it's some, time to go or not kidnap, stock. Time not to go, stock. I'm gonna you not. You know what we should do? Stock, let's put not it on, stock. Let's put it on record. Let's go stock John Travolta. There we go. There we go. Hey, I I think we'll get some more listens out of that. That's at least. right. <laughs> Somehow, uh, but he tries to play this character that definitely has some sort of mental illness. Absolutely, something in that way. And the way he plays it, if you're a person that understands mental illness, been around people that have some sort of mental... I'm going to stay quiet here, but Twitch absolutely has that qualification. Yeah, I I have worked in mental health. I've worked around people that have autism, um, Asperger's. For uh, years. Yeah, and like uh, trauma, brain trauma and stuff like that. I see what they're going for, and there is aspects that I'm like, yeah, that would be something typical of somebody with some sort of brain trauma or some sort of spectrum and stuff like that. But everything else about it is so... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Is it offensive? Offensive. (laughs) It is so offensive. Yeah. And the the feeling I got that that I just wanted to say, like, while watching it was yikes. Yeah. Like yeah. from 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 the first time we see him to all the scenes alone to all his scenes with other characters, yeah. just to any time he's on the screen is yikes. It feels like if you're to watch this, it feels like he might be making fun of people with autism. You could totally twist it like that and something be like, like that. You could absolutely because it. it feels like he's playing a character of a character, right? It's like somebody with with some sort of disability. I know, and it, it, you have to tread lightly here, but it's like if an alien came to the world mm-hmm. and then like 
someone gave just a very poor, quick explanation of yes. what it's like to be on the spectrum. Yes. And then they were like, oh, okay, I know everything yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> then, I, and I think it would have been cleared up. I think it would have been cleared up if we would have known or been given clues to what, to what type it of was. thing yeah. was bothering him. And I thought for a second that when they did the flashback scene, this we is not going to be that. a spoiler, that we were going to get get an idea of what happened, like what the trauma was. Yeah. But literally, like we said, is he young hunter or sorry, young moose was sitting in front of a television, not moving, not saying anything. And his mom was horned up with some dude in the background. Yeah. And you heard me call it out when he came in. I was like, Oh, we got the abusive parent. Yeah. Side story. Yeah. Like the, the but there the was backstory. no abuse. There was nothing. There was to nothing it. to it. She was just hooking up with this dude and, he, and, and Travolta was watching TV. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what did that do other than waste, yep. you know, a minute of my time? Yep. Um, yeah. So for that that side of things, this movie is horrendous. Horrendous. Everything else about it is hilariously horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, and it's hilariously horrendous to the point where it is, like, what you talked about on the Canon Quickie, uh, entertaining. Yes. It was entertaining. You and I were laughing. We were laughing. We're pointing at the screen. We're giggling. This movie is so, like, this movie is so bad. So bad. It comes all the way around to almost being um, unintentionally genius. Right. Right. So, like, in years past, during our Thanksgiving turkey, we had Thanksgiving, which is very much obviously... On purpose. Yes, exactly. Then on the flip side of it, you have Avatar, which is, or excuse me, The Last Airbender. Yeah. Which is very much intentionally supposed to not be bad. Yes. Like that was intended to be a very good movie. Yes. And it was just so poorly executed. You couldn't even like sit through and make fun of it. You could barely even sit through it. Exactly. And now we seem to have this year, we've seemed to find the middle ground where it's like movie that could possibly be taken seriously, but it is so bad that it's funny. Yeah. We found that like we yep. found that medium ground yep. there. And that's that's exactly what the fanatic is. Yeah. And that's and that's the way it should be viewed. Nobody should come into this movie thinking you're going to see some great art house film. Even though there was moments that definitely made it seem like it was going to be an art house film, there was a lot of weird things. Like there was only one um, kind of indie art house moment that I really liked out of the entire film. Everything else was like shit. Sure, break so, that one down and then we'll go to. So, um, the un- the one art housey thing was, and the only scene that I actually think was halfway decent out of the movie was when uh Moose was in line to get an autograph. You yeah. laughed at it, but I actually like story wise thought, thought good. it was good. Yeah, and um is when he's standing in line and all of a sudden everything fades out and Devin Sow's character, yeah. Hunt Dembar, is there with a the light shining on him. And that just gives us an idea of how uh, much Moose he idolizes views yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was cool. That was a cool visual trick that totally. they were doing there. Good storytelling mode. But every other time they try to do something like that, it was just like, I don't understand. Like, the uh, they have these inserts that they do of paintings, and sometimes it happens when um, the best friend of Moose, what was her name, Leah? Leah. Um, Leah does uh, 
uh, Leah's BBS or uh, uh, narration. BBS. Yeah, they do these paintings as inserts, and one time it doesn't really show us anything except for a little bit of what the future is going to be. Another time it shows us exactly something that's already happened that we know. The first one was what had already happened. Yep. The second one was something that was just about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll break those down here in just a second. But. Um, and then the other moment where they tried to do something visually cool was towards the end, and it was like supposed to make it seem like we're getting into fantasy world, but we were in reality the whole time, and yeah. it was just like, what are you doing? What's going dude? on? Like, and and, like, are, and they, they didn't like full send into fantasy. They no. just sort of like dipped a toe in. Yeah. I was like, that's just not enough, my yeah. friend. But um, yeah, any final thoughts pre pre spoiler? Uh, all the critics were right to blast this movie. Yeah, um, I it, think I agree. I agree with that for sure. There, uh, <laughs> I'm glad this movie got made because it was fun to make fun of. <laughs> oh boy! But I, 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 this is one more example of John Travolta at the end of his career. Yeah, Fully just time to hang it up, career. my friend. Yeah. It's time to hang it up. Yeah. He's got enough money. He can he can chill. Yeah. I, I agree. I have nothing else to say on the matter pre, yeah. pre-spoilers. pre okay. um, Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break to do our recommendations for the week, and then we're going to come back and spoil this. So if you haven't watched The Fanatic yet and you don't want it to be spoiled... That's okay. Just You're listen not to anything. us. You're yeah, not just missing listen. anything. Just just just, just, just come listening. through the break and then listen to our breakdown of it. Yeah. If you want to go back and watch it, you're still gonna have a fun ride. Still gonna have a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be back. My recommendation for this week is Netflix series Lost in Space. Yeah, I know it came out a while back, but I just rewatched it to get ready for the new season coming out December 24th. If you like sci-fi, you're going to like this movie. And if you like family stuff, this one's going to warm your heart. So go check out Lost in Space on Netflix. My recommendation for this week is going to be Alpho Media. It is a YouTube channel. Uh, they do little video essays about music. Uh, I'm a big music fan, and I know some of our listeners out there, including Twitch, uh, are big music fans as well. Um, he just sort of uncovers really interesting tidbits about music. Uh, the most One of his recent ones about a month ago, he did one about the Black Eyed Peas. It's called The Confusing Greatness of the Black Eyed Peas. He talks about just like how weird it is that the Black Eyed Peas have more hit songs than like almost any other band. Uh, and it was really interesting to listen to. But he's also got some about Claro, an up and coming pop artist and other bands that I like and that you may have also heard about as well. He also talks about like the rise of Donald Glover and Childish Gambino. He just breaks down a lot of modern pop and hip hop artists and just talks about how they came up and how they came to be. Again, that's called Alpha Media. Go check them out. And I think we're back to the show now. Back to the show. All right, back to the spoiler zone. Thank God we made it through the ad break. <laughs> we were struggling a little bit. There. I might put some in at the end just so you can hear some of them. But... 
Um, so now we're into spoiler zone, and like we said before, if you don't want the fanatic spoiled, don't kid yourself. Just listen to what Get we it got spoiled. to say. Everyone dies at the end. Actually, no. Only no one, one di- person dies in this movie. Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer dies. She dies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, his first victim. His first victim. <laughs> One of many. Yeah, right. Um, so we're just gonna, I'll just go through like a quick synopsis, beep for beat, what like really happened Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Good luck. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to seem weird, uh, possibly. Everything he's about to say does happen. <laughs> yes. Moose goes to get his shit signed by Hunter Dunbar. Um, Hunter Dunbar has to leave because his ex-wife has shown up at the signing. And uh, while he's out there, Hunter is talking to his wife. Moose comes out to try and get him to sign something. Hunter doesn't like that so much, so he doesn't sign Moose's stuff. Then Moose later on goes back and tracks down where Hunter lives. And Hunter decides to confront him outside of his front gate and proceed to sign his shirt in a very angry manner yes. stabbing him essentially it was very uh, a- a- ambiguous with, yeah. with that cuz like i thought he had totally stabbed him yeah <laughs> like... um also we're just going to i'm just going to focus on the main beats right now and we'll come into the the smaller like plots if yeah. you will because they're not really plots um as they come along and stuff like that um so then hunter Later on, after that attempt to get his stuff fails, he decides to try and uh, leave a letter for Hunter at his house. So he hops the fence and he gets confronted by the maid. Well, when he does get confronted by the maid, he ends up dropping the letter and then leaves. But then he comes back later and the maid goes outside and starts to find the letter. Well he sees her go to pick up the letter and read it. He freaks out, scares the maid, tries to get the letter, ends up killing her. And then for the rest of the time that he's there, he proceeds to go and ignore the fact that he just killed a woman. Yep. Which is ludicrous in itself. And disguise decides to go have an adventure in Hunter's house. Yes. Using his toothbrush. Uh, what, what are the other creepy shit that he does? He uses the toothbrush. He eats his caviar. He eats his caviar. Well, but like, here's the thing. He double, like uh, people are thinking right now. They're like, okay, that's fine. He ate the caviar, but here's where things get bad. He double dips his finger. He does double dip. He doubled up his finger. He's a creepy little Which character. Which is almost terrible. Yeah. Kids kids in my neighborhood in Massachusetts growing up, you get beat up for shit like that. Yeah. You double dunk a, like a French fry at Wendy's. In the shared collection of ketchup, yeah, you you get your ass whooped for that. And this dude's doing it with his finger, yeah. which is almost worse. Yeah, almost. Um, so he also, I don't know if you're there, like if you wanted to go there yet, but he gets under like the kid's bedroom. He does he get under the, the kid's closet. bedroom. Gets in the closet. Well, well, uh, Hunter. I keep wanting to say Devin Sawa. While Hunter, and I keep his calling son him John Travolta. So. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so Devin Sawa comes back home with his kid and Travolta's character Moose is still in the house hiding yes. from him. Yep. While he's in the house, he's taking pictures. And here's another ludicrous thing. He's posting them to his social media. Yeah. Which is proving that he is breaking and entering. Yep. Proving that he's trespassing. Yes. And being one creepy yes. motherfucker. Yep. Yep. 
and nobody's calling the cops on this. No one's like, doing anything. In that. No one's doing anything at all. Yeah, yeah. So except for Mario, who's working on a scheme right he's now. He's working on a scheme. He's brewing up, but we'll come back to Mario. Um. So after that, uh, he uh, leaves the house. Then he's confronted again by uh, Devin Sow's character as uh, Travolta is trying to walk back to his moped. Who is irrationally pissed off. He's irrationally pissed off. And and for a guy who, like, doesn't know that he was in his house. Yes. He is very angry. Yes. Yeah. Um, And he doesn't seem to give a shit about, like, he forgets who Moose is multiple times up until that point. Right. Right. He doesn't recognize him when he's at the... uh, house even though they met the previous night yeah he doesn't recognize him the second time that he's at the house right and then and then like even when he's meant like even when uh dora says like there was someone in the yard he doesn't he, he doesn't, doesn't like there's to... no there's no connection there he's like yeah. i don't fucking care that there's someone in the in the in the yard he just wants to get into that maid's panties hell yeah he does so uh he has easy access now <clears throat> yes he does so after the moment I just got that. I just really got that. Uh, no fighting back on that one. Yes, we are making rape necrophilia jokes, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Is it rape if it's dead, though? Isn't it just necrophilia? No, it's still considered rape, I'm Is pretty it really? sure. Yeah, okay, I'm let's, pretty not, sure. let's not open that. Let's not let's open, not open that, that Pandora's box. box. Uh, yeah. Uh, God, we're so controversial on this podcast. <laughs> We talked about why we don't get sponsorships because we suck at ads. It's because we say really shitty things. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, so after he gets out of Hunter's house, that's when shit starts to really ramp up. But we're still 40 minutes there is, away. We are only, at this point, everyone, we are only halfway through the movie. Yeah. Um, he ends up losing his only friend. He's... Well, well, okay. I do want to circle back to that. Because, oh, okay. So this is the scene that I was talking about last time. When, when So Leah sees on social media yes. John Travolta kissing a sleeping hunter. Yep. And she's only like marginally upset about it. Yeah. Like, I got more mad at you today for scaring me playing Rocket League. <laughs> I forgot about that already. <laughs> I got more upset with you about that than she did about John Travolta taking a picture yeah. of a sleeping, kissing a sleeping celebrity. And here's the thing. Okay. Here's another thing that goes against the whole, like the mental uh, uh, disability type stuff um, is the fact that she should know who moose is like mentally she obviously should know that like something's not right with this guy in the head Mm -hmm. there's some sort of either mental illness or trauma or whatever yeah and he doesn't clearly understand what boundaries are right and so like if she's her bbf yeah which i still don't know what that stands for big booty fucker best friend forever big booty friend bff best friend forever it was bbf though was it BBF? Yeah, it was BBF. Oh. oh. Big big booty friend. That's what I'm going to give it. Um, So, I don't know. Like, I, there's, I see what you're saying, though. There's yeah. like some dissonance and like responsibility on her end. Yes, exactly. Like, so, it, it just, that part was mind-blowing, too. Like, because she it, yeah. obviously should have seen the red flags immediately right. and been like, what the fuck? And then the other thing is, <laughs> she calls it out in the... Uh, 
the narration that like, it might be her some fault. Some of this is my fault. Which, you're yes. Like, you're totally I, an accessory to this. You're totally, absolutely an accessory like, to this. You gave, and she gave the guy star maps, which seems kind of redundant because it's like, who the fuck lives in California, Hollywood, and doesn't know about the star maps? Right. Like, right. he should have already known that and stuff I like know that. about it. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Right. It, it's, it's. And the other thing is she was there. Okay. Here's a, here's another note uh, of kind of the side plot stuff. So, uh, Moose, God, I kept trying to call him Dunbar. So Moose is trying to get, uh, Devin Sawa Hunter's autograph. And he thinks he's going to be able to get into a party where Hunter is at to get his autograph. Mm-hmm. And, Leah is the one that helps him sneak into this party. Correct. She goes in because she's actually she's invited. It seems like pass. that she's pressed. she's in there and she sees how he reacts when he meets one of the female actresses and does nothing and doesn't do anything. She doesn't see any red flags from that. It's like, oh, if that introduction was from one of the side, females probably that shouldn't is not. But also like fan. go, go save him. Go be her, his yeah, life. Yeah, best, yeah. You know, yeah. You, you, I think the real villain... But I give her a pass on that because she's trying to save profe- uh, professional she, she needs face. To, yeah, she needs Although, to... I don't understand why she was even at the party, inside the party, because she's not just a photographer. She's a paparazzi. Yeah, you see her hiding in the car yeah, later yeah. on in the movie. So, so, like, why would she... The Hollywood's a Right, I probably didn't think about that. Um... So, anyways, that's a whole other issue. I get that, though. Like, trying to save face. But, again, at that point, that should have been the biggest red flag to be like, yeah, "Yeah, we're not going to help you anymore (laughs) to see any more celebrities. This is it. Um, So, after uh, Leah confronts him about the social media stuff, uh, Moose ends up basically going in a downward spiral. He fucking is upset with uh, Andre Dunbar. Yeah. He wants, he's upset with Leah. He's upset with Leah. He's upset with everybody. He's upset with the world. And things start to take a really dark edge turn. And he decides that he's going to do something. Yes. We don't know what he's going to decide or anything. But he's taking action. But he's taking action. We do see one of those inserts of a painting. And it's got Hunter huddled up in the fetal position with blood coming out of yes. his head. So the next scene we see is Devin Sawa, Hunter Dunbar, tied up in his bed. And then he looks over and he sees that Moose is next to him in the fetal position with blood coming out of his head. Fake out. He didn't actually kill himself. He was just, it was just, he a was prank. just acting. He was just, it was just a prank. He was, he was just acting. <clears throat> um, and then it goes through a roller coaster ride from here, which is just like, what the fuck is happening? And might I say, none of it was tense. None of it was tense. <laughs> it I was, was not, not very, worried at any yeah, point. Th- there was no point like where I was like, "Ooh, man!" It was more. It was more like. Movie. It was more like one of those like, "All right, what funny moment is going to happen?" Yeah, next? What, what's going to happen that's going to make me giggle or yeah. la- straight up laugh out loud? So, the best acting in the entire film comes at this moment. This scene, yeah, because. Uh, uh, Moose comes in with a hockey mask, Jason mask and a knife. And he's starting to go towards Hunter and looks like he's going to stab him. And Devin Sow actually acts like he's he, scared. He shitless. delivers a great, he delivers a great scared performance right there. then. That's probably the only good acting. The only time. So after he realizes that he's not really stabbed, Devin Sow, instead of like 
trying to get out of this situation, gets pissed off again yes. and starts yelling at Moose. If I was in that position, provoking the assailant <laughs> is like number one rule, dude. You just yeah. don't do that. I'd be like, dude, whatever you want, man. I I will do whatever yes. you need me yeah. to do. Do you want to kiss? Do you do you, you want to fuck have, me? Do in you want sex? Yeah, I'll, I'll screw you in whatever the ass. You want, whatever you want, I will do. <laughs> We're gonna get out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like that is the number one rule. It's like you comply with the guy yeah, who yeah, has yeah. the knife. Yeah. But then he finally does that, like, after, like, three or four minutes. He's like, of, well, like, I've tried everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last resort. Be yeah, nice. I guess, I'll, I, guess I'll just, I guess I'll just be friendly. So he tricks uh, uh, Moose into letting him free, and then Devin Sawa proceeds to, proceeds to like, really take a Jason Bourne. <laughs> he just, he just fuck fuck shit up. up. He grabs a shotgun that is conveniently placed on his That's headboard. where I'd have it. That's where I'd have my Already shotgun. loaded and ready to <laughs> yeah, go. loaded safety off. <laughs> he blows Moose's fingers off. Like, I, this is where it gets so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, mind you, that Dora has been <laughs> laying in the open for 24 in the hours. yard for more than 24 hours. Who the fuck didn't know, notice that? The smell, at least. The, yeah, exactly. Hours, that's going to get to you. So, But Mario is on that. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, on the yeah. case. Mario's got on the case with this one. So it blows off uh, Moose's fingers. Uh, Moose climbs out, um, and Devin Sawa grabs a big old Bowie knife. Big knife. Big knife out <laughs> Out kicks. of his dresser. Because, <laughs> again, yeah. where I'm going to keep those in my dresser. He kicks Moose kicks down the Moose stairs. Moose down the stairs, both sets. Um, proceeds to shoot at him, but missing him. Purpose. On purpose. purpose. He was on purpose. Purpose. Yeah, yeah. And then he leans over. He drops the shotgun when he's out of... He realizes... <laughs> Did you see the... I love this. When he pops... When he, he goes to shoot it the, the fourth time. Yeah. And it clicks. He just, like... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like he's just like shrugs his shoulder, like, cocks his head to the side, just like I don't know now. He's like shit. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> this is all I got. So he drops the gun and proceeds to do a quick stab to Hunter's eye, just like boom. Just in and the in eye. fact, it was so quick that you asked me. Yeah, after you're like, wait, so did, did he, he stab, stab him? him in the eye? Yeah, yeah, stabbed right in the eye. So, but the best is yet to come. The, yes, people. the best is yet to come. So he helps hunt or he help Hunter helps Moose up. Bandages his hands. Bandages his hands and escorts him out the door. <laughs> Opens the door, lets him out, and then he closes it. And then he just sits down and rests. The end. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. There's more. <laughs> There's more. Okay. At what point would you thought of calling the cops? I personally, right after he said he had to poop. <laughs> I think that's when I want to. I think that's when I want to call the cops. That's when I want to get them involved. No, here's what I do in that same situation. Let's say I have all the goodies that 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 uh, that that Hunter has yes. outlaid to him. Grab the gun. I probably would have shot him. Still, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably in the hand, like somewhere non-lethal, but yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere else in the hand because you could still like do some damage. Maybe yep. right, right for the thigh, right? Yeah, that, that yeah, would yeah. fucking suck getting yes. shot in the thigh. 
go for the thigh. Then you call the police. Yep. You keep your eye on them, but then you call the police. Then you don't do shit. Yeah. Then you just like keep the gun there, and you're, you're like, dude, free. if you move anything, yeah, I'm going to shoot you again. But you're free. You're free. You've 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 injured him enough to where he's not going to really do anything. He's incapacitated at that point. He's incapacitated. You call the cops, and then you avoid what the fuck is about to happen next. Yeah. So Moose leaves. He walks down Hollywood Boulevard, bloodied up and everything, and people just think he's a costumed character. Leah bumps into him because L.A., you know, the least busy city. And uh, instead of calling the ambulance immediately, they go look at the stars. They go (laughs) look at the stars on the sidewalk. Dude's missing fingers. Stump bloodied. His eye is been cut open. And he's like, and this is so funny. I got in. I got to admit, this is pretty funny writing at this moment. He's like, he's looking down at the star on the sidewalk and he's trying to read the name. And he's like, I can't see you without my glasses. (laughs) Yes. Yes, John. I bet that was ad lib. I hope so. <laughs> but here's the clincher to it's it. It's not done yet, this guys. Is, the this movie is, still has movie left. This is where the world gets ridiculous. And I know what the post post credit is uh, with this movie. So, oh, there is a post post credit. No, I don't oh, think yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, but I, I know what happens yeah, after yeah, yeah, the yeah. credits roll and stuff. So while. Moose is out being taken care of by Leah without medical attention. Oh, she took care of him. Right. She took care of him. I'm sure. Um, Hunter is still inside his house right at the front door. And then all of a sudden, knock, 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 knock. And it's the cops. Surprise, surprise. Yep. And who is there? Mario, Mario the, the gardener. gardener. To uh, point the finger at him and say that he killed Dora. Yep. So. Undeserved. Undeserved. <laughs> unnecessary yeah and like why him he of all people yeah like he had no reason yeah to point the finger to like there was no indication that hunter was like a bad employer yeah to mario yeah now we do see that there's a possibility that there is some but they uh, that's another thing this is this is the plot side the the b plots yeah, yeah, yeah. of the movie the b-, b plots of the movie for the most part go absolutely nowhere yeah, no. No they, they last maybe or like a when minute they of do, screen time. Yeah, and when they do supposedly um, follow up or end and stuff yeah. like that, they end without, without deserving the end that they received. Sure, totally. And this is one of those moments. So it is kind of assumed that either Hunter was screwing Dora the help un- uh, with either forcing her into it because Hollywood types do that yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Or they had an affair that she said officially, like, I can't do this because I'm working I can't do this anymore. You. Yeah, yeah, But we don't know if it was like one of those situations where right. it was like she was forced to have sex with or him it was or if it was she wanted to have yeah. sex with him type thing. But then we see his interaction with Mario, the gardener, and 
nothing bad happens. He lets the guy go because he can't do his job because it's raining. Right. And Mario goes and he says he'll come back later. And then the way Mario looks at him when he's getting arrested is like justice. Like, oh, yeah, this is what you get for being a terrible employer and stuff like like that. He was nice. He let he let him go home early on the rain. I don't know. That was stupid. Yeah, I thought that was stupid. Um, But yeah, that's how the movie ends. And oh, my God, that is literally how the movie ends. So a couple of the side plot stuff that is really there's a few side plots. There's a side plot with him and Leah being friends and stuff like that. That kind of does get wrapped up at the end. But then there's another side plot with him and Tim. Was that his name? The street magician? Oh, yeah. I think dude. it was Tim. Yeah. Um, that doesn't really get resolved. We don't really see the guy get his comeuppance like he should have and stuff. He gets, he gets like choked a little bit. Yeah. But it's like, I like to be choked. So. Yeah. yeah. But in a dirty Ooh. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good note for later. (laughs) I'm just dropping that, you know, so (laughs) Valentine's Day right around the corner and whatnot, you know. Yes. (laughs) Instant points. I'll bring the rope. That's right. Yeah. And it's just little stuff like that where it's just like, I don't know why you brought it in. You don't need it. It's not necessary to the story. Yeah. We could have gone gotten there without doing that stuff. Totally. Um, I do understand that they were trying to do it to where it was a tipping point to show a tipping point for his vault, uh, vitality and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, but it was unnecessary. A lot of the stuff in this movie was relatively the, unnecessary. The movie itself was unnecessary. Yes. For like, sure. and what's the point of it? Yeah. Like the messages don't. And that's the other thing. The message, the, I, it's unclear what the message of the movie is, right. except for. Don't be stalk nice. celebrities. Don't stalk celebrities. Like all of this easily could have been avoided had Hunter just signed the fucking jacket in the beginning. Right. That could have been a five minute movie. Yeah. Where at the beginning he comes in, he signs it. Oh my god, thank you. You're my but biggest. neither one of these characters in the grand scheme, like I do sympathize more with Hunter in this situation yeah, than I, I, think do I do too. with John with the main character. character of this movie. Um but Devin Sawa's character was unnecessarily he was a and dick. undeservedly a dick yeah, to Moose. Totally. There was no reason for him to be such a dick and None stuff whatsoever. Like that. I will I will forgive their first interaction together and part of their second interaction sure. together. But everything after that, totally undeserved. Stupid, yeah. Totally stupid decisions, yeah. choices being made and stuff like that. I agree. Um Overall, I give the movie probably a two percent or a two, two point two, two out of two 10. out of ten. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say like a two, a, a one and a half or a two. Like yeah. it was absolute steaming garbage. Yeah, yeah. But I'll give it a nine out of entertainment. Yeah, and <laughs> as an entertaining movie, yeah, definitely like like an eight or a nine for me. Because still, like I've seen more entertaining movies, but. Um, but yeah, it was like it was up there for the entertaining ones. Yeah. And like what I like about this though is that we I can't not believe we've already done three of these. Like it's been three years since yeah, we started doing yeah, this. Yeah. I'm excited for what we do next year. Oh, now yeah, like we've yeah. got this now we've got the trend. So yes. it's like I look forward to that. Yeah. Um we have our one one turkey of the year and yeah. and this one was very well worth watching. Yeah. Um, this is definitely if you're going to watch this movie, which I do I do recommend watching it at least once. Yeah. Do watch it with somebody else. Somebody Here's here's what I say. Uh like date night, 
your your reservation got canceled. Uh-huh. Go home, pop on the Fanatic. Yes. It's on Amazon Prime. Your relationship will grow because of that. Yes. And I said this after we got done watching it. I easily would have paid money to see this in a theater. In a theater, just people. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I could hear the audience groan and laugh yeah. as hard as I did. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. Because it would that that would have been even more entertaining. Like if they ever do a special release of this, like a Fathom event or something, I would like love that, to see it at Alamo. Or an or Alamo, like that. exactly yeah, 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 at Alamo. Yeah, Holy I'll be there. Shit. I will be there. Yes. Yeah, you you bet your you bet your sweet ass I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, is that for the wrap up of the spoiler section? Yes, I think it's time. It's time for the know something quiz. The first one in a long time. Yes, in a year. Possibly a year. Very possibly, possibly a, year. a year. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last one that we did questions for. Crazy long time yeah. ago. Like, I'd say at least a year. Yeah. But it's been a while. It's yeah. Been yeah. A while but here we sure. are. Question time. Yes. Let's clear the board. Zero, zero. Uh, would you like to kick things off? Yes, I will kick things off. Um, so uh, for a little bit of a disclaimer, because we just watched it together, we didn't get a chance to really do a deep dive into it and like actually like harvest some questions yes. so if our questions seem kind of on the nose or a little bit like ridiculous it's because they had to be it's because they had you to can be. only you can only gleam so much from an hour yes. and a half of horrible movie and we're trying to keep it more geared towards the story side of things we've been trying to gear our like since since we've been doing the know something quiz we've been trying to kind of yes. gear our uh turn our gears toward story-driven questions because it was a little bogus to be like, what was the password yeah. to the account? And the reason why we do this is, and this is a little explanation of why, why we want to do the question stuff in the beginning is to show how much we've learned um, from whatever yes. subject we dive yes. into and stuff like that. Yeah, And also to like, to, to, to show how much we've learned in this respect of like, we're not, we're not just like sleeping our way through the show. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we, we watch, we invest our time into it. We put our phones away and things like that. We, for the most part are not talking during the movie and yep. things like that. So it's to show like, Hey, you know, we did our work for this. Yep. We did our homework. So, so without further ado, let's Twitch. get into it. Let's do it. You go first. Seeing as how I'm okay. hosting. Okay. You've got yourself a deal. Um, uh, what, what, uh, what's the worst movie ever made? Probably it's this one, right? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I would argue that comment, but yes, this one's pretty damn close. <laughs> um, okay, I'll start with this one because you've mentioned this already, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be my throwaway, but I could only get three questions yeah, yeah. from this, so I had to do something. Um, what is what is like the key to, to, to Moose's success in this film? Like, oh. Like for like like the only reason most of this stuff happened was because most of the stuff in the second half of the movie happened because because he got the star maps. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. There you go. Ding ding. Yeah. Three points to you, sir. Yep. Um. All right. My first question. Uh, what is the reason Dunbar does not sign Moose's shit in the beginning? Um, because his ex-wife shows up. Ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, very nice. And now, that was the only, like, out of story, that was the only deserved moment. Like, I will say yes. this. That's the only deserved moment, because just a little bit of, like, I know that we're going back into it a little bit, but, like, Dunbar, at that moment, his wife comes to uh, yell at him because he did not take their kid yeah. um, to babysit so right. she could go on a, 
on a date. On a hot date. And Dunbar is upset because she's calling him out while he's in the middle of working, essentially. Right, 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 right. So he's pissed off at the situation. He's not necessarily pissed off at Moose. At Moose. But But Moose. you think, like, you think if Moose had just waited. If he would have just waited. It would have been fine. It would have been done. Yeah. Because he, he, he was going to come back. The reason yep. he called, <clears throat> excuse me, the reason he called off the rest of the signing was because of Moose. Yeah. He, like, pissed him off. So, <clears throat> all right, three and three. Um, what what turns the tides in Hunter's case against, uh, in Hunter's case to get Moose to untie him? Oh, uh, a little bit of uh imagination play acting um so i mean, oh strawberry I mean, ice cream no no no. like what what he hunter was very close to having moose untie him until oh oh i think you got me stumped on this no one. kidding I, I i i remember the moment yeah yeah and i can't think of what it is now oh yeah give it to me you want it? Yeah. Do you want a hint? You give me a hint. I'll give you a hint for one and a half points. Okay, hint for um, one and a half points. It is. How do you hint this? Um, Probably gonna kick myself once you. You will for sure. Um, it's something very near and dear to Hunter. Oh, he's gonna sign whatever he wants. No, 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 no. No, because no. no, that was still when he was getting. Yeah, it's he, true. He said, "Just don't touch my kid." Yeah. It's just going in. Answer it for I me. just said it. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. hurt. He was like, yeah. just don't got hurt. It, my got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that a fair question? I misunderstood the question at first, but okay. no, we're good. We're okay. Good. Are you, we're like, good. okay. I lost. Right, I right, lost right, in that right, one. Right. Yep. So it's still three to three. Three three. Okay. My chance to to pull ahead here. Uh, who gives Moose the courage to stand up for himself? The dude. Uh, what was his name? Is that? What's they his didn't name? give him a name. The the the, the security guy. Yep, the security guard. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. What? <laughs> Has, I okay. knew you were gonna say the dude. The dude. That can't be. That can't. Okay. I I need to clear my name here again. We've we we say controversial shit on here all the time. The only that is the only descriptor that I have to give the security guard. Well, and even when we're introduced to him in the first place. Where it's not even clear that he's security guard. I know he's just yeah. He's just a dude in the bathroom. He's just there. Yep. Yeah. So never mind. I'll make it more PC. Here's what I'll do. I will dub over what I said and I will just say the dude. Right the there. Dude. I'll just I'll just throw that in. <laughs> I'll just dub that in right there. Oh, and it, by the way, his name in the show, it, the dude. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> now, I, now I have to now I have to bleep yours out and fill it in with the dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, security officer or okay, security okay. guard. That's I was gonna be name. like, is it? Did they really make it that name? Um. Oh, last question. Yep. Okay. Uh, at the very beginning of the movie, when John Travolta is um, what the fuck? Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Not at the very beginning. Um. When when Travolta's on the street for the first time, we see him. Um, what is going on that's sort of like taking uh, 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 people away from his performance? Oh, uh, the uh, dude is uh, doing the trick, the nail through the nose, yeah. so that his buddy Slim could pickpocket pick some pocket. people. There you go. Yep. There you go, sir. All right. 
back to six to six. Six to six. Evened up. Now you could take this away. Or end tied. Or, yes. Uh, Speaking of tied. <laughs> what do Hunter and Dunbar have in common? And no, I'm not talking about their the movie that they're the character that Dunbar plays. What do Hunter and Dunbar have in common? And I'll oh, give you another shit. hint. Okay. It's a flaw that they both have. It's a flaw that they both have. Shit. Is it like ever explicitly said or is this like a character No, this thing? is a character thing. Okay, okay, okay. Um Is it like the the, the fact that like they both think that they're totally like good fine people yes kind of i'll give it to you it's pretty pretty much that okay but it's a there's a layer deeper to it they hmm they both i want to try like one more okay um i'm still gonna give you the points thank you uh they both i don't know what that extra layer would be they both think that this is personally happening to them like they're both personally being slighted. Oh, I see. Like, like yeah. y- y- they they both believe that it's like, hey, fuck you in particular. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah. that's fu- that's fair. Because totally. that's 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 definitely the flaw that, uh, not Hunter, but Moose has. Moose has that feeling that like all these bad things are happening to him. That yeah. Everybody's out to get. Yeah. Him yeah. Everyone's like out that. to get him. And then Hunter Dunbar thinks that same thing that this dude is just trying just to just trying to like get him get yeah because you're right in the movie he's like what do you want like, yeah yeah you want your 15 minutes of fame or yeah anything yeah like that. yeah when, when yeah. in reality that's not necessarily the case all right so our winner this week for the first time for the first ever. time in, ever whatever <laughs> you've won i've had to do more challenges than you yes well, sorry about let's, that let's put that on <laughs> let's the not, table let's not bring that around again <laughs> So this week, Luke pulls ahead as our official winner of the Know Something Quiz. Boom. Nine points. Yes. Perfect score. Yes. Perfect score. Yeah, perfect score. And me just with a, a abysmal six. That's okay. Together we're six nine. So. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's right. There that's we right. go. Let's end this yeah. podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Uh, if you would like, we'd love it if you would subscribe to this podcast on all the platforms until all your friends and family about us. Um, we, uh, we love getting new listeners. Uh, we want to see our podcast do better than it. Uh, chapter two. That'd be nice. That'd yeah, be really that'd cool. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 200 listens. Also would like to just like get rich and famous. So we yeah. Don't work anymore. Exactly. Or do anything like that. And then like I can awesome. hire Dora, the, the maid and I can sleep with her and that'd just be all around. And then John Travolta could come by kill her. Exactly. And then you get arrested for a murder. Yes. Yes. There so I mean like two years from now, if we're at that point, that'd be, that'd be kind of nice. So if you could, if you could help out there, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be really great. Except you're going to be a little bit nicer to the fans than hopefully than think. Hunter was. You'd think. Fame Thanks. changes people. It does. <laughs> it does. It's already changing you. I can see. That's right. You can see it. <laughs> uh, but you can also reach out to us and follow us on our social media. Uh, you can go to our Twitter, KN Nerds. Um, and then you could also do Facebook, facebook.com forward slash know nothing nerds, or just go to facebook.com and search up know nothing nerds will pop right up. And then you could snail mail us at Gmail. Uh, know nothing nerds at gmail.com uh we want to hear you guys fact check us if there's anything wrong that we say 
uh, we'll lose points. Uh, negative, uh, negative one point yes. each time we're fact-checked and we're proven that we're actually know-nothings. There you go. All right, next week uh, we will be back. We promise. We promise. We'll be back. And we were back this time. We so were back this time. Like, not believe us yes. yet. At least not yet. We haven't disappointed you guys yet. We're like the father who's missed every That's soccer actually, game. That's you, you said we haven't let you down yet. We've already let him down a couple since of times. Since this time, since this most recent there time. There we go. Right? There we go. Right. We're like the dad who never goes to your soccer games, but this season. This season, we We're haven't gonna missed be a game every yet. We haven't damn missed a goddamn game. game, son. So shut the fuck up, you disappointment. And get out there and score some more goals. <laughs> yeah, your goalie, your your uh, your goal-making game is off points. Yes. I don't know how soccer works. That's okay. Sports. I, not, yeah, exactly. That's Sports. about where I'm at. We'll see you next week with... Yes. With Knives Out. Knives Out. Bye. Bye-bye. that was done with uh joey uh matthew leblanc in it um anything matt leblanc touches turns to shit sorry (laughs) i didn't i didn't mean to i didn't mean to interrupt interrupt your ad back to the ads (laughs) uh lost in space it's that was a shitty recommendation (laughs) do you want to do it again yeah, give me one more take on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I won't interrupt with my Matt LeBlanc thing. Uh, the mystery is behind them, and he undisco- uh, he discovers all these uh, cool things about things. This is a terrible one, too. I'm redoing this one. What's with our ads? <laughs> we just stop recommending things to people. <laughs> hey, just wanted to call it out. We're not recommending things to anyone anymore because we're just so shit at it. <laughs> This is the reason why we never get sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine trying to do a Squarespace ad? Ah, <laughs> uh, you put stuff on the internet. Wait, it's already the internet. It's, uh, uh, it's it's all right. It's up there. You do the thing. I say like two billion times while I'm doing it, or stuff, or something. Um, it's called Alphobedia. I need to get rid of this cold. <laughs> The rest of the podcast is just spent doing the ads. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you one on that. Also, this podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> Use promo code CHOKEME for 20% off at checkout. Uh...